It's the Benz Punani woman is Baby boys, baby girls, you need to hear this Baby sit down, sit down, receive this realness Make sure your cup's ready for the tea We are go sipping yo Hard time scrolling for your long shorts You might learn something you never know Could let you find And she's one of a kind Don't say you mind, say you mind What straws got to do Got to do with it, yeah what straws when your jaw can be broken? What straws got to do, got to do with it? Watch what you say, cause your jaw can be broken. Tina Turner, I dedicate that to you. You can have all of my creativity. I totally don't mind. I'm so happy for you to have it. Um, I hope you all enjoyed that one and you can use that as a rendition as well. You can all just share all of my um, my random songs. Yeah. Hi, everybody. Hi, everyone. Um, it still blows my mind that like thousands of people listen to this every week. I don't quite know what to make of it but we thank god we thank god we thank god i only ever really created this thinking that like i don't know like 10 10 20 people would listen or maybe just maybe a hundred didn't think that it would keep rising and rising but this is where we found ourselves um but anyway it is I, Kelechi. No, don't ever, don't ever call me Kelechi. My name's Kelechi, Kelechi Okafor. Welcome to SYM, officially known as Say Your Mind, unofficially known as What What. That's right, suck your mum. And it's it's another week or another two weeks. I'm back with all of the things. I feel like there's so much to get into today, so I'll get into it. If you're watching this on YouTube, um, you'll be like, why is she dressed so fancy? Well, if you notice, I haven't put on makeup because I really can't be asked with makeup at the moment, but I'll explain soon. But um, anyway, yeah, um, I've just come from the cover reveal of Renny K. Amayo's new book called uh, Daughters of Inri, N-R-I, Inri. Um, Renny, I don't... I want to know, like, is there something in the name Rennie that makes them great writers? Because obviously we've got Rennie Edo Lodge, who gave us why I'm no longer talking to uh, white people about race. And then we've got Rennie Kamayo, who's just given us uh, this Daughters of Inri. And it is brilliant. I can't wait. Like, They gave us a little excerpt um, in our boxes. Uh, of what it's about or what you know just an excerpt of um from one of the pages in the book and it's incredible the cover design is beautiful and just big up Rennie and big up Bianca of Onway Press who organized the whole thing it was so lavish I've never been to a cover reveal or a book launch that's been that lavish I think the one that came close was um Slaying Your Lane with Elizabeth and Yomi that was cute as fuck and this was you know them levels it was so plush it was really really nice and it was so lovely to see so many amazing black women in the same room I can't wait for this book to come out and for it to maybe be a film as well. Like, I'll talk about books becoming films later on, but I'm just so happy. I'm so, so happy that um, I got invited to this uh, cover reveal and the food was really nice. We were at Aubain, or is it Aubain? I'm calling it Aubain in Mayfair, 
We were there So I felt really fancy Like a baby girl I felt like an Instagram blogger <laughs> Yeah It was really nice Um, And yeah uh, So that's what I've just been doing Before rushing over here To record this episode So you all have this for Monday Um also the TEDx talk So I haven't made an episode Since the TEDx talk And my G's My G's When I tell you When I tell you that I knocked the ball Straight out the park All the way out the park Can't see it, never going to see it again The ball is gone, dropped into a canal You're never going to find it Um I'm really, really proud of myself And I'm I'm, I'm doing this It's very d- different for me To big up myself in this way Because I'm my therapist has spoken to me more About the fact that I don't celebrate myself enough So I'm really, really happy with that TEDx talk And I can't wait for it to be out on YouTube So I can share it with you all But basically I spoke about um, empowerment And how I think that in this day and age Where terms are becoming conflated in our society People talk about, oh, I empower people to rare, rare, rare. I empower people to rare, rare, rare. But I don't think any of us empower anybody. The empowerment is a journey. So therefore, it's not a thing that we can do for anybody. We can't go on that journey for them. We can only encourage them to go on that journey of empowerment. And empowerment is, like I said, a journey. Therefore, it's not a destination. And it's it's just something that I can't wait for you to If I go into it too much You won't even enjoy the TEDx talk But you just need to see it And big up Sussex Uni girls Who organised it You're all baby girls You're all incredibly wonderful Beautiful um, I had the best time It was so well organised I was treated so well And it just made me happy I just feel like black people see Look at other black people Treating treating each other with respect And giving us a nice accommodation Nice food Nothing to worry about All of them things there You can do the same thing uh, Big up Triple Cripples They were incredible Big up Aloni Incredible uh, Big up Ibrahim Kamara and, and big up Toby as well Like everyone did such a wonderful, wonderful job of uh, giving their talks And yeah man, you'll enjoy You'll really, really enjoy when it comes out Obviously you all know what you need to do When mine comes out Let's try and get it to Oprah Because Oprah needs to know that I'm here Because, you know, we're both baby girls at the end of the day And we need to be in each other's presence As far as I can see That's what I believe so um, yeah, that's been pretty much uh, what I've been up to I mean, I've been up to other things But you know I'm a secretive person I don't even like the word secretive I don't think I'm secretive I'm just an incredibly private person um, But I'll, I, I'm learning to share more I'm learning to share more And I'll continue to do so But um, that's, yeah, those are all of the bits I think that I wanted to say So I might as well just jump into the tarot And not waste time The tarot this week I've just felt like I'm actually going to do it As I'm on As I'm recording Because I feel like the message will be Clearer that way Especially since I've been Like rushing to get over here To record in time Because you know Brent is a busy guy now Um, Big up Brent Who's always like Making me great videos And helping the podcast To sound incredible And that's how That's why you all love it so much Because you know He does all the work I just come in here Chat shit And it goes online So yeah Um, So yeah Spirit guides God Just calling upon you To help me Along with this reading Making it a reading That is You know Beneficial for the uh, For the collective Something that we can all 
vibe with Messages that we all need in a general sense As we are working through things at the moment Guide us Help us Ooh. This card What is it with this card? I'll show you the card in a second um, But yes, guide us spirit guides Archangels Help us to find a message for the collective that resonates The message that people need most this week So We can make the most of this new month Because, you know, you'll all be listening to this on the 1st of April Help us to find a message for this month Or for the first week of this month Wow, 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 wow Okay, so that's our first lot of cards I'm just going to do the next Lot. So my Marcella Kroll uh, deck of cards have finally arrived um, It's called the Sacred Symbol Oracle deck And it's extremely pretty um, Yeah, I, I really, I really, really like this deck So it's an Oracle deck So I'm still reading the information about each card And what it symbolises, what it means I mean, it's pretty self-explanatory from how she's drawn it But still, I like to read what is written about each individual card So I'm just pulling an oracle card as well To really tie up the message Perfect Alright So the first card that I pulled for us As a collective is the seven of coins um, And you know the seven of coins has come up before We've talked about it And the image of potatoes And the potatoes being under the surface And the leaves Sprouting and only being able to see the leaves Now if you don't know what potato leaves look like You won't know that your potatoes are there underneath the surface And at the same time I think that some of you are really worried about I think some of you are really worried about what your future holds And whether any of the things that you've been doing has Is actually going to come to fruition And I feel like the cards are saying like Fam, stop being so... Immature is the word that comes straight to my head Like stop being so immature Like grow up Grow up and stop being childish Like you know that you've put in the work You know that these things are going to come to light Stop fretting over what God has already taken control of um, I think it was in Super Soul Conversations Where I um, I heard someone say Fear is when you 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 only feel fear When you're believing in your own power that is when you feel fear Because if you trusted in God If you trusted in the Almighty If you trusted that this universe Only wants to ever um, give you great things You wouldn't be fearful You only are fearful when you believe That you are the one controlling things And so when things aren't going your way You feel fearful because you can't control What's happening So this is uh, the Seven of Coins card I think like is really saying like Especially in the career sense or anything that you're waiting to manifest If, you, if it's a house, if it's a, if it's, um, a job or a, or a deal Some kind of deal, whether it's a book deal, whether it's whatever um, Some kind of influencer brand collaboration Whatever it is that you're waiting for Even if it's in um, like the, the health sense um, you're, you're, you're looking for results if, it, if it's a thing of your body Either way, stop being so childish Like you keep putting in the work that you're putting in Throwing these tantrums about the fact that you're not seeing The things come to fruition Is silly Because your guides God is just looking at you like Wagwan baby Wagwan baby girl, baby boy, baby non-binary Like what are you doing? Like you know I've got this What is the point of fucking praying And saying like God I hand it over to you But you're not actually 
going You're not actually handing it over to God You're not actually handing it over to God God, you want to do a tug of war with God Over the thing that you've already said I've handed over to you Hand the fucking thing over And let God do what God does, innit? Like the image that I kept thinking about before you, this cards, these cards even came up and it's played on my mind for a couple of weeks is the idea of a dry cleaner. So you go to a dry cleaner, you say like, look, my my clothes are soiled, innit? My clothes are soiled. I need you to clean them. I need you to professionally clean them because I can't clean it by myself. So you take the clothes to the dry cleaner and the dry cleaner says, all right, you know what? You can pick the clothes up next week, um, next week, Wednesday, whatever the fuck. Pick up, pick up the clothes next week, Wednesday. Now you've dropped the clothes off this Monday They've told you to come and pick it up Next week Wednesday Now what you decide to do Because you're immature And you don't like to listen Is that you go back in there tomorrow You go in there on Tuesday And you're like Is it ready yet? And they're like Fam I told you Next week Wednesday So that's a whole week away Go away You go in again on Wednesday Oh is it ready yet? No You've got a full seven days Before you can come And collect this garment Do you want me to do my job? Do you want me to clean this garment And alter it And do all of the things That I need to do To make you look great in it Or do you just want to keep Bothering my fucking life? That is the message That I feel Is out there I don't feel like God says it like that Imagine if God spoke like me That would be funny Oh my God That would be hilarious Anyway Yeah that's me giving you my interpretation of what the message is But basically you, We talk about oh, creating me a new heart Oh God and renew thy spirit in me God's trying to do the thing And then you're getting involved You're interfering in the thing So how is it ever going to get done Like back up Back up you don't know me like that Well God wants you to know him like that But just still back up in it um, And then the second card that came out Was the six of swords And the six of swords definitely talks to me About we're traveling We're traveling Because you can see In the Kaleidodope de- deck By Crystal Banner Which is the one That I'm using today um, In the Kaleidodope deck uh, deck by Crystal Banner We see a moving truck A removals truck And then you see things Being loaded Into the back And I always find it interesting That whenever I look At this card I can only see one box It's not filled So it's like you're Travel is on the card for a lot of you Like whether that's a massive travel Like transatlantic or whatever Or maybe it's just a, a travelling In sense of your state of mind Because at the end of the day We're still looking at swords So maybe it's a travelling in your, in your state of mind And just like I said Like spirit guides saying Stop being fucking childish About all of this So maybe you're being asked To, to travel in terms of your perspective To shift your perspective On how you're seeing The things coming to fruition In your life um, or it might just be like literally physical travel But what I noticed, like I said, is that there's one box That I that you, we can only see in the removals truck Or, you know, t- uh, to take the things away So I wonder if you're still hesitant about loading all of your things onto the truck And going away You're still contemplating whether you should leave But the fact is you do need to go You need either need to shift your mindset Or you need to travel and, and, and really get out there And do what you need to do All of these things that like us man want to achieve We can't achieve it necessarily sitting at home all of the time Sometimes we need to go out there Go out into the world and bring the things to us And I think that this is what the card is suggesting Like be ready to travel Be ready to move on from where you are right now And sometimes I feel that the other message is that We don't see the things in our life Um Come bloom the way that we would like Because now we're in spring Spring has sprung um, Time has gone Is it back or forward? You guys know I think it's forward But anyway 
Or is it back? Brent says it's Brent doesn't know. Has the time gone back or forward? No, no, is it going back or forward? <laughs> is it... <laughs> I'll, I'll figure it out I'll figure it out But um, but yeah, either way Spring has sprung um, Everything's changing for us And we're out here The things that you want to see basically you They're not blooming the way that you want Because it requires you to make massive changes in your life That you, that, the, that God can tell that you're not ready to make That you're, the shifts in your thinking and your mentality Forward Yeah, Brent just said like time's going forward <laughs> So yeah, so time, yeah, the time's gone forward by the time that you're listening to this But um, yeah, we need to, the same way the time has gone forward We also need to go forward, we also need to move forward And that's the that's basically it, we need to make the most of the daylight that we have in our life Like, you know, metaphysically speaking, that's what we need to be getting on with um, From the Marcel, uh, Marcella Kroll deck, I pulled the knowledge card from the Oracle deck is, And it just shows us a book Number 34 So I'm just going to read what it says It says here Knowledge Remain Remain teachable There is new wisdom available to you at this time This card can signify getting more information before proceeding It can also signify the presence of an important teacher Or perhaps you are the teacher And it is time to share your knowledge and gifts with the world around you Drawing this card can also indicate a message from your Akashic records Seek out more information about the records Or even perhaps learn how to access your own records For more clarity regarding your query Meditate on this new um, or meditate on this to learn new things Or to draw the right teachers into your life um, Symbol, records Books are forever keepers of secrets and knowledge Documenting fact, fiction and all in between So I think that that applies in this case as well um, Every To me everything is just about grow up Grow up If you need a mentor To help you grow up To be able to make this shift This mental shift Or physical shift That you need to make Then do that But go and get yourself The knowledge that you need And it's interesting That I actually brought up The Akashic Records Because the workshop That I did I'm really sorry That I don't tell you uh, You Guys enough about the workshops and the things that I'm doing And where I'm appearing and things like that But the workshop that I did last Sunday for Sticks and Stones um, Steph Seeks, she did, um, she put on an exhibition in Peckham And I did a workshop there And I basically got the um, participants, all black women I got them to basically connect with an aspect of their soul that they'd forgotten because I feel like our soul has lived many, many lives, many lives. And sometimes the things that we're struggling with now, an aspect of our soul can give us the advice that we need because our soul has, that aspect of our soul has already done this journey and they've probably not done it the way that they would have liked. So they can definitely help us because this is why we're back. This is why we're here to grow, to, to evolve and to gain more knowledge. So definitely sometimes the information that we need are records that have been kept within ourselves, that have been kept within our souls. So I did this exercise with the participants. And when I tell you there were tears, people were bawling, like tears, left, right, center, everybody there crying because the, the, the thing that we need to know, we have always known life as a teacher, you're not a teacher to teach people, give them new knowledge. You're only ever there to remind them of that which they already know instinctively within their souls. So 
seeing how well that workshop went because it's the thing that I've been working on. It, that's been my seven of coins, basically. It's been the thing that I've been working on in terms of a project that I want to roll out. Because it went so well, I really want to do more of it. I don't know if I want to necessarily do live shows, live shows per se, because I just don't know if that's the glitz and glam that I want, but I do definitely want my um, listeners and things like that to be able to take part in workshops like these. And also for us to have conversations. I don't feel like, I feel like I've grown past, I mean, I only did two of them of the live shows, but I I, I just definitely feel like I've grown past the whole thing of like talking at the audience and then doing a Q and A. I I feel like the model that would work best for me is for us to already be part of a conversation together, like, and people share their views and I'm, and I moderate the thing. I feel like that would be more suitable for me. Let me know what you think about that, because that's probably going to be the event that I roll out next. And don't now come and then be doing, I'm not, I'm not someone that usually speaks in public places. I beg, raise your voice and speak properly. So if you're going to come, you, you need to be ready to like speak and, and, and contribute to the thing. Um, but yeah, that's, that's where I want to go next. I definitely want, um, a, um, a, not a debate type, but a definitely a discussion type forum. Not this live show, live show business. It's it's not for me, man. It's not for me, man. Um, so yeah, those are our messages from the tarot this week. The knowledge that you need is inside yourself. If you don't feel like it's inside yourself, there are other people who can spark that thing in you so you can go d- deeper inside yourself and find the, what you need to find out. But definitely please stop being childish. Please stop being immature. Like stop throwing, throwing tantrums. You've done so much work. We know that you've done so much work. God knows that you've done so much work. The things that you have been working for are actually right there. and But you need to shift your mindset in order to be able to access them I feel is the message for us all anyway moving on then to share your magnificence um I've got a couple letters um but obviously one of my share your magnificence is Renny KMIO big up yourself because the book launch I keep calling it a fucking book launch the cover reveal was wonderful Daughters of Inari is it's gonna be mind-blowing it's gonna be life-changing you know you're really out here giving us giving us sci-fi giving us cuteness and I really really can't wait thank you so much um so let me get to the letters then that y'all have been sending in thank you so much for sending things to the accurate address and not DMing me because I just delete them without opening them. Um, this one comes from Portia Bartley and it's, hi Portia! It says, hi Kelechi, it was such a nice surprise to see new episodes come out. I appreciate your recent reference to Oprah's Super Soul Sundays and your perfect description of arrogant people, people I simply refer to as ashy dickheads due to poor articulation. My Show Your Magnificence nomination could also fall under So You Mad. I'll let you choose. Melissa Butler is a black woman who created the vegan makeup line, The Lip Bar. When taking her business on the American version of Dragon's Den in 2015, she got laughed at by an all-white panel of judges who told her that her products wouldn't sell. One even went as far as to tell Melissa, who was wearing green lipstick from her line, that no one would approach her unless they were trying to resuscitate her. Wow. The way I would have slapped... The way I would have slapped Anyway Fast forward to earlier this month Melissa's makeup line is now being sold Across the US by the supermarket uh, Supermarket chain Target Or Target 
as I like to call it. Um, she makes history as the first woman to do so with a vegan black owned makeup line. Big up yourself, Melissa Butler. Um, thank you for the new content. And I look forward to listening to any additional episodes you decide to bless us with. Portia Bart- Bartley, actor, writer, filmmaker. <sighs> Big up yourself, Melissa Butler. Two slaps on your chest. Thank you. Thank you for creating a vegan makeup line. Thank you for creating things for black women. Thank you for for doing things so wonderfully in this way. Um, You know how I feel. You know, generally speaking, people are mad, specifically white people are mad. And this is a perfect example of when God has put something in your heart for you to do, no human, no ashy, unseasoned, useless human can can step in the way of that greatness. What God has blessed, let no man put asunder. Yeah? And if God has joined you together with your dream, with with this thing and said, you know what, I've put this in your heart and only you can fulfill it, then that's the way that it's going to be. And people can laugh all um, all that they want, but it will come to fruition eventually. And look at that. Look at life. Look at life. Now Melissa is out here and she's got her, her makeup line in Target as she deserves you know, a vegan makeup line that, and I, you know, well, when people say vegan these days, I also need to check because Demi was telling me about, you know, vegan makeup lines and them not necessarily being cruelty free. So, you know, those things are important as well. But thank you, Portia, for sharing, um, again, sharing wonderful black women with me, uh, for me to know about. And then from Lucille, I've got uh, share your magnificence. It says, hi, Kalechi. I hope you're well. I'm a long time listener of your podcast. And I thought I'd share with you uh, who I find as magnificence, uh, but often forgotten as a former French athlete. You might have heard of her. Surya, Suraya Bonali is, uh, was, a incredible, was an incredible figure skater in the early 90s, probably one of the best in her generation. Despite the systemic racism, the hateful, jealous comments she encountered on a daily basis from judges, the press, the audience, fellow figure skaters, She continued to be the ultimate baby girl Always striving to do what she enjoyed However hard she tried Regardless of how much better she performed in competitions She would rarely receive the success and recognition that she deserved She dominated the French and European figure skating championships For about 10 years But was consistently receiving overt racism in the Olympics There there are also some interesting If not tragic dynamics in place With her white male coach Then her white mum who became her coach There is so much to be said about her incredible life And how she managed to remain true to herself She said Don't call me a rebel Call me fearless And I thought she was really worth raising awareness of Have an amazing and blessed day And thank you for all that you're doing Lucille You picked a fine time to leave me Lucille Hey, Now I'm sitting at the top of the hill Ooh, Anthony Hamilton please don't sue me That's just the tune And thank you Lucille And I want to say Soraya Bonnelly. So Soraya Bonnelly, two slaps. Thank you for paving the way for fellow black girls to live their best lives. Thank you for being black and excellent. Um, thank you for showing the girls what to do with those skates. Thank you for for inventing ice. Thank you for doing all of the things. Thank you. And I'm so sorry that people are so ashy and so arrogant and so jealous and so insecure that they wouldn't give you your props, that they wouldn't give you your flowers when you were due them. Like, 
it just makes me really, really sad that black women have been excellent for centuries. And this is another thing that Remy said today at her cover reveal. Black women have literally been excellent for centuries, but nobody wants to give us our props. But now when we're giving ourselves the props, it's like, oh, I feel like she's got a chip on her shoulder. Oh, I don't know why she behaves like that. I, feel, I find her a bit arrogant, if I'm perfectly honest. Uh, yeah, I find her a bit aggressive, if I'm perfectly honest. If you're perfectly honest... If, if you are perfectly honest you're, You know you know yourself That your food needs a little bit more spice You know that you're, you know yourself That your food needs a little piece more seasoning Go and be honest about that Go and be honest about things that actually need your honesty Not this other bullshit About oh, oh I feel like she's got a chip on her shoulder Just because we're out here celebrating ourselves So thank you Lucille for sharing that And then my last Share Your Magnificence comes from my baby girl, my baby girl, Sarah Dario Moy, who was the wonderful woman who put on the event that I did at Manchester, the talk that I did in Manchester, which was actually one of the pivotal things that made me decide to bring the podcast back and bring it back in this format, you know, working with every two weeks and that. Um, so Sarah writes, Hello, Kelechi. It is me, one of your biggest fans in existence. I have been meaning to write in for some time now, but feel like I'm now ready to do so. First and foremost, I want to send you the biggest congratulations on all the blessings that are coming your way. From the TED Talk to your Uber ad, you are out here shining. Amen, sis. Um, your I also want to say thank you for bringing your podcast back. To think that the talk in Manchester was involved in your decision makes me so happy. But back to my email. As I mentioned in the talk, I grew up in Windsor and then spent three years at a boarding school in Ascot. Oof! Wow. Until I decide to get serious with my award-winning book, I can simply tell you that I am only 21 years old and racism has stolen many of my experiences. This really rocked my mental state at university. That was until I found you who helped me discover tarot and then myself. Since last September, I've used my tarot cards practically every day to gain insight into what forces are manifesting within and around us. I had a really powerful reading the other day and the Four of Swords card popped out completely taking me back to your last podcast, Be Still and Know It. And the clean hearted will always win, said by the amazing at Spiritual Baddie. Big up Ellis, um, have resonated with me so much. I feel like these phrases have allowed me to gain confidence on choosing what opportunities are going to serve me most. As I approach the end of my final year, I've become lost on on thoughts uh, on thoughts about what I'm going to do next but through listening to your podcast I feel less scared on taking the journey so I thank you wishing you all the best Sarah and she sent me the uh the cards that she pulled out and Sarah's also got the Kaleidodope deck it's beautiful absolutely beautiful but you notice in the picture that um Sarah sent me she also pulled the seven of coins as well so maybe the message is for you Sarah but it's 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 beautiful this this card pull that Sarah's done for herself. It it really is beautiful. And it's just talking about that stillness. Like nothing is crashing around you, you know? There's sometimes where we feel like, oh my God, the world is crumbling, the world is crumbling, and it's literally not. You are just standing on like a you're you're standing on your vibrator, maybe. Somehow your foot press your vibrator and it's making you go and you're like, oh my God, earthquake, everything's crumbling. No, just take your foot off your fucking vibrator. Nothing is crumbling. And that's why in um Sarah's case she got the reverse tower because everything 
It's as it should be So be still And enjoy the moment Enjoy that everything Is happening as it should Give people the chance To fill your cup With happiness Let people in The sun is shining over you The sun is shining on your life Spring has literally sprung Like be the sunflower And follow the sun Baby girls Baby boys And baby non-binaries That's the message So those are our magnificences Is that a word? Magnificences for this week Let me move on then to the shit pile Known as So You Mad So You Mad I'm going to do it quick fire Jussie Smollett has um, been exonerated Of all 16 charges that were brought up against him I don't know why you'd even bring up 16 charges against someone I've tried to avoid speaking about it Because I just, I didn't I still don't know what's going on To be perfectly honest But I, I feel very worried about the fact that Um, Donald Trump is involved in this conversation It really, really bothers me that Donald Trump is actually saying Jussie's name And being like, yeah, um, he's a a dry ass bitch and all of this stuff Like, well, he didn't say that verbatim But you know, like, I'm surprised that a president is calling people by their names And then calling them out of their names And just doing extremely Extremely wild things um, Which tells me that there's more to it I don't know what happened with that attack I am always of um, The stance that we should always believe victims So I will continue to believe victims Until th- that specific victim I'm shown otherwise And in Jussie's case For the fact that all 16 counts were dropped It just goes to show that everything from the beginning Was extremely heavy handed And should not have been handled in that way And then people are like Well, well, we don't know if, if he's innocent Nobody said anything about him being innocent He just, they just dropped the charges That's interesting because when Whenever we bring up R. Kelly and them man there And all the wildness that they've done You are the same ones that turn around and go Well, he must be innocent because He must be innocent because the charges got dropped Okay, the charges got dropped Okay, so um, so it's one rule for R. Kelly Out here raping little girls But it's another rule for Jussie Just because He's not raping anyone whatsoever Definitely no young people Definitely no children whatsoever He had He was attacked And he said that this happened And that happened And we just don't know All of the facts about it It's very very different It's a very different case But for some reason You're changing the rules You're changing the rules When it comes to Who's innocent When the charges are dropped And things of that nature So Jussie I hope you can go on To live your life But After he's been um, talked about in such a way I just think it will be difficult for him To actually live his life In the way that he wants to live his life now Because that's all they ever wanted to do Um, The Chicago Police Department um, Donald Trump Everyone They just wanted to confuse us us So we didn't know what the fuck was going on And and then just look at Jussie As if he's a bad person And it makes me really, really sad So that's Jussie's out of the way Um, My next one Some of you might not like this But my next one is your brethren Michael Jackson Your brethren Michael Jackson I am a firm believer um, of keeping the same energy And I know that I've said it on this show before If I'm going to come at R. Kelly with all of the flames With all of the heat Who born me? 
Who, who, who born me? Which man, which woman born me that I will not give the same fire to MJ, regardless of whether he's dead? Oh, don't speak ill of the dead because they can't defend themselves. Well, okay, they can't. They can't because they're dead. All right, cool. But I can look at footage, right? I can look at footage that I see with my Korokoro eyes and go from there. Now, I only watched um, the first part of like Surviving Neverland um, documentary. And... It was really, really hard to take And people were saying to me Well, you know, don't believe them Because they've got the same lawyer They're all trying to get money Um, Yeah, just Wayne Robson and the other one um, Just don't believe them Like this, that, this, that Like I was like, but it's very graphic Yeah, but it would be graphic They corroborated on their story Don't like, don't listen to them If I even put them two to the side though Why is a fully grown man Rolling with all of these little boys over the years Why? Why? And what upsets me more is that It's like all the other celebrities And them man there Like they all knew deep down That Michael Jackson had done these things But everyone like just overlooked it Because you know All these stars All of these um, superstars Have their eccentricities Eccentricity is, I don't know, liking to wear your underwear on top of your trousers. Eccentricity is not raping little children. That's that's not quite it. And I say this because Barbara Streisand, who I consider to be a baby girl, it all began the day I found that from my window I could only see a piece of sky. That's from my musical theatre days. Anyway. Moving on Um, Barbara Streisand took it upon herself To tell us things that nobody asked her to tell us Like it's just bullshit And she should have kept her mouth shut She said basically um, That she doesn't believe them Them guys in the finding Or leaving Neverland story Which is fine You don't want to believe them But there are so many other boys There are so many other boys And I know that Macaulay Culkin was like He never did anything to me But what? So because he didn't do anything to Macaulay Culkin Allegedly That means that he didn't do anything to these other boys I I just really, really struggle I'm really sorry I really, really struggle with that Anyway, she went on to say um, But his sexual needs were his sexual needs And um, at the end of the day Both of those men went on to get married And they both have children So it didn't kill them Almost as if Barbara Streisand Is penalising them For moving on with their life As if like, you know When somebody rapes you Continuously over a number of years And you're in this weird fucked up space Of being like oh but my god They're an absolute superstar I don't you know What do I make of this Um, Because you've moved on with your life Even though that happened Somehow it makes it any less severe As somebody who survived um, sexual abuse from childhood Um I can tell you that very much so I needed to move on And there were many times that I never thought I would move on Never, I never thought I'm, you know, I'd get to this point in my life But I got here Now if anybody tells me that Oh well, it must have not been that bad then Because look at how you're thriving now I will tell them to go and slow wine on a fucking knife That's what I'll tell them to go and do Barbara Streisand, do better Sis, do better You couldn't have given me all of those musical theatre bops Only for you to be so, so ignorant in this situation And I'm always worried when it's women like why are you saying such wild things Like don't you care about oh, Don't you care about children And 
Oh, it just it just really really bothers me. It really bothers me. And then it went it got worse because then Marlon Wayans and I always I find his series rather problematic. I'm not gonna lie. Um, Marlon Wayans then went on. I think it was the Breakfast Club. I could be lying, but then he went on and he was just like, you know. People want to say all of these things about Michael. You know, they want to say all of these things about Michael. But why aren't we, why are we talking about the fact that Michael is great? You know, we should be talking about the greatness of Michael, the things that he achieved. Like we've all done, we've all done bad things. You know, we've, there's, there, there are things that we've done that, you know, we're not necessarily proud of. And maybe he might've done some things, but you know, why can't we celebrate the fact that he was great? Bitch. That is all we're celebrating. That is part of the problem that you people can't seem to separate the person from their art. And so therefore you're saying that their art justifies the atrocities that they commit in their personal lives. And I refuse for that to be the case. This is what I'm saying that nobody's out here going, you know what, full stop. You know, he didn't do it because X, Y, Z. Everyone's sort of saying, yeah, well, I guess if he did it, well, you know, haven't we all done bad things? No, no, I definitely have not gone around like touching up children and ruining their lives. I definitely haven't done that. So no, we haven't all done bad things. Like to that extent, you're talking like bad things. Like we went and stole sweets from Hamleys. That come on, behave yourself. Like... If you're going to have energy for one type of person, please have the same type of energy for another, for the other type of person. Now, I know that Michael is deeply embedded in our childhoods. And I know that he gave us wonderful music and he gave us the moonwalk and he gave us all of the, the, these things. But the fact is, these rumors, as you call them, have been following him for ages. Um, he settled out of court in some cases and whatever else. It just seems wild to me is all I'm going to say. It just seems very wild. Even the things that he, that he was um, said to have in his home, um, bells and this and that, like it just all seems wild to me. And people going, yeah, but you know, he had the mind of a child. He had the body and the access of a man. So therefore it is a problem. It is a major problem. Full stop. Full stop. So that's my take on MJ. Now moving on to um oh I guess I've got to moving on to Jordan Peele. As you know, Jordan Peele released us. Us is brilliant. Really enjoyed watching it. I, I'm yet to see it again. Anyway, Jordan Peele said recently in an interview that going forward, he's going to focus his attention on casting black leads in his films. I feel like this is extremely noble. I think that this is revolutionary. I think that this is wonderful. The whites, the whites don't agree. The whites are very upset. Well, I don't think that it's particularly fair that, you know, what if we said that we were just exclusively going to cast white people in all of our things? You don't have to exclusively, like you don't have to say it overtly because you say it in your actions you say it in the fact that you only cast fucking white people in all of your things you've been doing it for centuries and you've been doing it for decades if we're talking about like the film and all of them things there like you've been doing it for decades you only cast each other it's just gone basically unsaid 
in the overt sense, but it's been said in many, many ways. Look at all of the films that are out. Look at the majority of films that are out. If more than, you know how we say when more than two people are gathered in my name, well, God says, you know, Jesus, when more than two people are gathered in my name, I am there. It seems like whenever more than two people are gathered in a film, it's like, oh, that's a that's a black movie. When it's more than two black people, it's like, oh, that's a black movie. Why does it have to be a black movie? Why? Why? Because that's telling you that you're saying that that is not the norm. That is not something that we're going to accept. And they're like, oh, well, that's reverse racism. There's no such thing as reverse racism. What you can do, though, is reverse yourself into the river. Do that. Because you're stupid You're stupid and you're wild And you're, you're just a silly you're, in, you're a silly person You're a silly mushroom um, Big up Jordan Peele Big up Jordan Peele Wanting to champion blackness And wanting to put blackness forward At any opportunity I had to block a woman Who'd followed me for years The other day I think I might have mentioned it can't remember but I had to block her um the other day because she wrote something about Jordan Peele where she was just like oh Jordan Peele's um this was before we he said that he's going to just be exclusively casting black leads but he did the us first thing where he invited black journalists and writers and everyone um and influencers or whatever to the first screening of us and um, she wrote, oh, look at him inviting, um, using all of these black people to promote his film by doing us first. Meanwhile, he's going home to a white wife and a white mother. And I just thought all disrespect, not even no disrespect, all disrespect at your big, big age, at your big, big age. This is what you're saying. What did he have a choice in choosing? Like, did he choose his mother in the physical realm? Like, did he in the physical sense, did he choose for his mother to be white in this way? And maybe he did. Maybe he did, but he's still out here championing blackness. He's got a white wife. She's out there doing bits, doing what she needs to be doing, minding her fucking business. But then you're here being preoccupied as if people can't, black people can't do things for black people just because they happen to have a white parent or they happen to have, um, have a white partner. It just pissed me off. So I had to address her straight up and be like, what are you trying to say? Because from the heat that people were trying to bring to me last summer, I just need you to be clear so I know whether to block you because that tells me then that when all of that madness was happening you were very very happy to see it because that's how you've been feeling deep down and if that's how you've been feeling deep, deep down then you can fuck yourself then you can ex- definitely 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 go fuck yourself so I blocked her and just kept it moving because first of all I even hate when older well they think that they're older than me because I look like such a baby girl some people don't realize that I'm 20, uh, that I'm 32 years old. Um, so they'll be talking about me like, oh, that's my daughter. That's my internet daughter. If I was younger, I'd be this, I'd be that. I'd be... Fam, I'm not a young thing, you know, I'm not. I'm not a small girl. I'm not a small girl. So don't approach me like that because you're going to get a big girl talking to. That's what you're going to get. Move mad and you're going to get a big girl talking to. So... She was one of those that kind of went with that whole vibe of, oh, she's, I see her as, that's my internet daughter. I'm not your internet daughter. I'm not your internet daughter. I'm not your internet anything because you're rude, you're bright and you're feisty and I don't want anything to do with you and you're bitter and I don't like it. I think it's smelly. I think it stinks. So yeah, big up Jordan Peele for being like, yeah, I'm going to cast black people as exclusively as the leads in my films going forward. If you all don't like it, you can just take a straw. You see, I've got an abundance of straws in front of me, the collection of straws. Take a straw and go and suck out your mother. That's what you can go and do because nobody asked you. Because even some of you with your black partners who came out of a black pussy, you're still doing fuck all for black people. So if this mixed race Jordan Peele wants to go home to his white wife and 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 love on 
his white mother Then let him do the things Because he's doing what? He's doing more than you fucking are That's for sure And for all of the white people Who are complaining about Oh well, it's reverse racism No, it's not reverse racism You are just blatantly racist Because you don't understand a life A world where you are not the centre Of everybody's narrative And I just tell you now You're not the centre of my narrative I don't give a damn I don't want to know I just want to live my best life Uplifting, championing, celebrating black women Specifically black women Black people generally If they're not moving in a misogynoir type of way Just celebrating everyone Let me live my best life That's all I care about Thank you so much Um Moving on from that Talking about films actually And casting people in films um, I need to put something out there I feel like we have um, A say your mind prayer circle And what I need us to put into prayer Is the fact that Viola Davis And her partner um, Who are the owners Founders of Juvie Juvie Productions Have um, decided to make Wild Seed by Octavia E. Butler Into a TV series For Amazon Now I don't I'm sure I've mentioned this On the podcast before But Wild Seed Is the first book I read uh, That I fell in love with Wholeheartedly Like I tumbled Into that book And I never ever emerged Like I've been tweeting About this book From 2010 Saying that If it's ever made Into a TV series Or a film God please Please, please, please make sure that I'm casting the role of Anyanwu, um, Anyanwu because she is um, this black Nigerian um, spirit, as it were, in human form that gets into this centuries long tussle, love, hate tussle with another spirit called Doro. And in the backdrop, we see America being built as they're going through this tempestuous relationship over centuries. Um, this is the one thing I've wanted with all of my heart and soul Apart from playing Serena in the story of her life But I've wanted to do this um, Be in this series Or be in the screen adaptation of this book For as long as I can remember It's what's kept me going doing this whole acting thing You know I had to tweet at Viola Davis and be like Please, Auntie Viola I know that you don't know me But you need to understand that I'm a baby girl as you are the inventor of acting, I need to un- I need you to understand that I am a student of your inventions, and there is nobody walking this earth that will be able to do that role justice the way that I will, because I I truly am Anyanwu. I truly am. Please, God, big up the person who I cannot name who actually tries um tried to help me. Two people actually who have tried to help me to um actually. Realize this 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 dream of being in this production since it's been announced. It's please if you've got a prayer circle, dash me in it, but don't dash me in it with them people who are like, oh, let's pray for such and such because X Y Z when they're pretty much just exposing the person's business. Um, thank you to everybody who's been tweeting at Viola Davis to ask her to see me for this role. Um, I appreciate it all because I honestly love. That story so so much more than you know like I watched Black Panther two and I was like oh I'd love to be in Black Panther two like be like a villain and do all of that stuff and I still definitely definitely would but in my mind I always thought that Wild Seed would was that unpopular incredible story that was undiscovered and I would have to earn all of the money to be able to make it into a film myself not realizing that there were other humans walking this earth who love that story as much as I do and now it's been optioned. As a TV series And there's nothing I want more in this life Now 
than to be in that TV series. Like, well, there's one thing, but we'll talk about that later. But um, yeah, I just wanted to share that with you because again, Emma's been telling me to actually share my things with people. I'm so excited. I almost cried. Well, I did, I'm saying I almost cried. I'm a liar. I cried when I noticed, when I saw that it's been turned into a TV series because it's the one thing I've like I've asked God for forever and ever. I was like, please. And this this story, when it becomes something that goes on the screen, my name must be involved in one way or another, whether I'm directing, whether I'm acting in it, but I must be involved. I must be. But I always saw myself playing um, Anyanwu um, and winning an Oscar for it or even an Emmy. But, you know, I'll take whatever I can get. So I just thought I'd share that bit with you. Um, Moving on from that, um, that wasn't even meant to be in So You Mad. I don't know what I'm doing. Maybe I'm mad. The last thing I wanted to talk about on So You Mad was this tweet that everyone's been sharing. I want to say again, I want to say no disrespect, but I feel like I mean all disrespect. All of it. Yes, disrespect. So the tweet says here, um, don't let this tainted self-love trend have you 50 and alone because you walked away from everything that didn't serve you instead of learning conflict resolution. So many people shared that Lots of men and women Everybody just sharing that Sharing that tweet Sharing it about Talking about That's right That's right All of you people Talking about self-love Self-love And you're leaving situations Where you could sit there And work at it Like our parents did And our grandparents did Fuck off Fuck off What do you mean? What, What do you even mean? Don't get me wrong I see where the tweet was going I see where the tweet was trying to land But I don't think it landed there I think it missed the runway And ended up somewhere else The reason I say that is because Yes, the more that the idea The term self-love is being co-opted By the mainstream The more that people are trying to monetize it And just change it from what it truly means And so I agree that in a sense It is tainted But if you're going to tell people That um, well you, if you don't feel like the situation is serving you, why didn't you try conflict resolution? I feel like oftentimes before people walk away, they have already tried. And if, if in fact they haven't tried enough, do you know what life will do? Life will give you the same lesson over and over and over again. Even when, even when you smack up the thing, sometimes life, a situation comes up in my life and I know what it's trying to trigger within me. I know what it's trying to trigger within my shadow self and I deal with it like a fucking boss. Like I, I deal with it like a rascal G. But that same lesson will still coming, it will keep coming back because it's almost as if God is saying, I want to make sure that you've learned. And once you've learned, I need you to now make this a practice of your humanity. You will, con- you will continue to see this lesson in various forms so you can be reminded that this is one of the areas that you have a weakness. Let us continue training it so it becomes stronger. If someone keeps running away, from situations and claiming that they're running away because it didn't serve them, life will continue to give them those same lessons until they deal with the thing that they are running from. You know what? You can't outrun God. You cannot outrun God, right? So that is what I believe in that situation. Now, my main problem, that my main problem with that tweet rests on the term um, or the phrase 50 and alone. First of all, 50 is not even very old. It's not even old, full stop. Um, 
I don't believe that there's any age that's old. Like age is one thing, habits are another thing. There are 20 year olds that they're, 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 they're fucked basically. They might as well be 102. Like they, they just don't give a damn. But um, yes, 50 and alone bothers me because it's, it's a term that's weaponized specifically against women. To me, that tweet was very much targeted at women and rarely are men asked to um, tolerate and to do conflict resolution because men can behave any way that they want because the fact of the matter is patriarchy tells us that there's always a woman out there or someone out there who will tolerate them. Whereas when it's women, it's like, oh, well, you better you better cook, you better clean, you better know how to do this. Otherwise, you're going to end up left on the shelf. You're going to end up alone. Nobody's going to want you. Duh, 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 duh. And you know what? There's a difference. There's a motherfucking difference between being alone and being lonely, right? There are so many women out there who are in their 40s who are, who are not living their best life because they are still thinking that they need to have this stamp of approval by doing all of the things that, things that society has told them to do instead of making use of the freedom that they have and living their life as fully as they can. Some of you are in marriages and, oh, 10 year anniversary with my best friend. What best friend? What best friend? Please tell me what best friend. How is he your best friend? You don't chat. Well, you just want to come and say best friend for the gram. Meanwhile, you're lonely in your marriage. Meanwhile, you are desperate for some sort of connection and release and you just don't have it. But you've been told that this is what you need to do. This is your lot in life. And thank God, like, oh, I might be miserable in this marriage, but at least I've got a partner. Fuck off. Fuck off. And I'm saying that as somebody that does have a partner. I'm saying that as someone that does have a partner. And I know that how much I had to work at this relationship. And there are many times that I just thought, you know what? I can't come and kill myself, but something and said you know what just 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 hang in there a little bit more hang in there a little bit more so I'm not even saying that as someone that necessarily doesn't do conflict resolution but I would hate to be told that the reason I'm doing it is because I don't want to end up 50 and alone no I'm doing it because I see the good in this person and I see the beauty in this relationship and I believe that it is worth fighting for when that time is right should I decide that it's not, then I'm going to bounce in it and no one can tell me shit. And if I'm 50 out here with no partner, skinning out my palm, dancing on my head top, then that's what I chose to do. And God will still reside in me either way. And you can go and fuck yourself. And I just, it just really irritated me. Everyone who was sharing that going, well, you know, you know what she means. No, I don't know what she means. I don't know what she means because she had 280 characters to be clear on what she means. And she wasn't, she wasn't. Stop attacking women for choosing themselves first. How about that? Stop attacking women for deciding that, you know what, men or other people aren't going to be the central narrative of my existence. I am going to be the lead character in my own motherfucking story. And that's just the way it's going to be. And more women should do it. We've, we haven't had enough time to exercise our, um, you know, our autonomy in that way. Men have had all of the chances. If they don't like something, whether they've got five children with you, 10 children with you, man's going to bounce like he's out. Women don't necessarily have that option. So if they want to keep leaving situations that they feel that doesn't serve them, whether right or wrong, they can do whatever the fuck they like because they are also autonomous beings in this society. And they also have the right to make mistakes if it is that and rectify it. How about that? How about that? That's how I see it. So all of you who are sharing it, I'm not necessarily attacking you. I just feel like 
be be very wary of the things that you're perpetuating because whether you realize realize it or not, you have friends who probably read those things and they feel like shit because they're like, rah. So basically my life is the life that nobody wants because I'm 50 out here and I ain't got a man. Stop making people feel rubbish. Stop making people feel rubbish for choosing themselves when you've decided not to. And, and that applies for education. That applies for job roles, everything. Women are always taught to endure, endure. Oh, you're not enjoying it. Oh, you're not enjoying it. Oh, well, a good woman always sticks with it. All these songs that these men like to write, all of these rappers always talk about, oh, she's a good woman. Because even when I was cheating on her with 50 billion women and giving her STIs and, and um, you know, going to prison and doing all of these things, she stuck by me. Look at Wendy Williams. Is that not someone that's holding on for the sake of trying to do conflict re- resolution? Meanwhile, her useless husband has gone and had an entire baby with another girl. So how much conflict resolution do you man want? It's subjective, isn't it? It's subjective. Everyone, what everyone can take is different. If I've decided that, you know what, the way that you fucking chew annoys me and that's enough reason for me to leave, then I'm going to leave. Other people, your tolerances might be higher. Let people do what they want to do and you face your front and mind your business and focus on my black king, my black love, hashtag black love and doing or whatever that and, and being a footmat for somebody. Go and do that and leave other people alone. Like it's it's really, really aggravating. Oh, anyway, that's my So You Mad. Anyway, finishing off then with Straw of the Week, aka Suck Your Mum. My Straw of the Week, Straw of the Year, Straw of the Century goes out to none other than Rachel Dolezal. I was hoping that she would just kind of like vanish into irrelevance, but she continues to like say things that really, really aggravate me. And I just wish that she would shut up and disappear. Some might be like, well, don't look at what she's saying. I try not to. I try to not involve myself in whatever this useless woman is saying, but somehow it comes up on my feed. So anyway, on her Instagram page, this confused, this confused, useless woman put up a post of her natural hair. You're a white woman. So, I mean, yeah, okay. She put up a picture of her natural hair and she wrote the following caption. For all those nosy people who keep asking how long or what color my natural hair is right now, here you go. Just because I don't ever wear my natural hair out doesn't mean I hate myself or I'm ashamed what are you talking oh, hey. me? Hey. So <sighs> Rachel Dolezal is so violent. She's so violent. I know I talk about Kim Kardashian and them Kardashians being violent, but Rachel Dolezal is so violent because what she does is literally takes the narrative of black women and just makes it into something in a warped way that somehow. I don't, that that applies to her as well. You are a white woman. You're a white woman. Whether you feel like you identify as black, you are a white woman. Nobody can shame you for your hair because it is already a preconceived um, notion that you have hair. It's black women who are shamed, actual black women who are shamed for having braids and having wigs and having weaves because people believe that, oh, um, you know, what do they call them? Baldy, baldy, baldy. Meanwhile, your hair is flowing. Your hair is like lustrous. Your hair is full. Your hair is living its best life. But just because you decided to wear a protective hairstyle, people want to chat shit. So it bothers me that she's been so violent that she's even trying to take a narrative that doesn't apply to her. Like when she said she got attacked and she was sent hate mail, um, racist hate mail you're not a black woman stop it 
So she goes on to say, um, I just prefer to not reinforce European standards of beauty in hair that have historically been so oppressive. Also, I stuck at styling straight hair and think whoever came up with the idea that straighter hair is better was whack. Hair can be, hair can be political, philosophical or cultural statement, but isn't always that. Ease of maintenance, confidence and overall synchronicity with your spirit and lifestyle are also, um, are also factors. I keep my natural hair healthy enough to anchor the hairstyles I feel most confident wearing. What is your hair story? She hashtagged it, textured hair movement, natural hair, don't care. Braids are beautiful. Textured weaves rock. I do my own hair. Hair is confidence. Hair is not everything. Be you. Hair is a choice. You don't owe anyone an explanation. In the mood to answer questions today. Don't expect it to last. Hashtag peace. Hashtag one love. Hashtag excuse me. Hashtag while I, while I, um, Lace my weave up Rachel Dolezal Please suck your mum Please suck your mum Just suck Suck your mother Please Suck Suck if thy mother Please There is no other way to describe it Please Rachel Dolezal Just go and suck your mother Take as many straws as you want From my table And just go and suck your mother Please Because I don't I can't tell you This is a next level of cultural appropriation People are like Oh well people can wear braids And do whatever they like You know it's a cultural exchange It's a cultural exchange It's only But it's a one way cultural exchange It's a one way cultural exchange Because when um, Black women like me Are getting into the workplace Want to do a weave Want to do a braid They're mistaken for other people Or work colleagues are like Oh I didn't recognise you there Ha 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 So it's not It's a one way street This isn't a cultural exchange This is someone trying to co-opt a narrative That is not hers There's nothing wrong with her hair Yes, also, she can technically refer to it as natural hair But that's not what we're talking about When we're talking about natural hair she knows that And even then Talking about European um, Ideals of um, of Whatever 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 Again Nobody was talking to you And there is a way to be an ally Without being a shrimp She's just a shrimp right now Like she's just annoying She's a fucking prawn She's annoying I can't stand her And it it upsets me And I think it's just so Like I said It's so extremely violent That she would co-opt a narrative That's not about her And in her wanting to be so black She said that Oh yeah This is about me too And I can sort of see What she's trying to flip What she's trying to flip Is that women are saying to her Like babes I'm sure you've torn out All of your edges With those fucking braids That you insist on wearing How can she say Oh I don't know how to style Straight hair Bitch that's what you were born with That's what you were born with To your white parents Go and style your hair Fucking properly And stop trying to copy something That's not for you Like your is your scalp Not, not sore That should have been One of your hashtags Hashtag my scalp is sore Hashtag my scalp is falling off Hashtag I no longer have edges Go and hashtag, go away. Just go away, Rachel, and leave black women alone. Let black women enjoy black women things and stop trying to take it from us. How about that? How about that? It's just ridiculous at this point. And hair is political. Hair can be political. Hair can be philosophical. Hair is, for black women, hair is political, even if we would like it to not be. So by you doing what you're doing, you know what that's called? That's also part of politics. It's called colonization. It's called neocolonization. That's what it's called. That's what you're trying to do. You're trying to colonize a narrative that's not yours. And that is very, very white of you. That's a very, very white thing to do. So you'll never be black because your inherent white leanings of wanting to take things and dominate things that do not belong to you is 
very, very apparent. So that's where I'm going to leave it today. Rachel Dollars are going to suck your mother, you prick. Anyway, that's it for this week's episode of SYM. I have been Kelechi Okafor. Follow me on at Kelechnikov or at Say Your Mind Pod. I hope you're all enjoying your affirmation cards. I hope you're all enjoying your planners. I don't have any plans of releasing any new merch. Just living my best life at the moment. Thank you so much for all of the support. Thank you to all of you people who listen in every week. And thank you to the new listeners and my longtime forum listeners. All of you rock. All of you are baby girls, baby boys, baby be non-binaries and I appreciate you greatly and may God continue to bless you all. Um, I know that I'm doing some things in the past few days and I've pretty much forgotten what those things are, but I'll let you know when I remember. Um, that's pretty much it. I have been Kalechi Okafor and this has been SYM, officially known as Say Your Mind, unofficially known as What What? That's right. Suck your mum. Peace. It's the Benz Punani woman is Baby boys, baby girls, you need to hear this If you sit down, sit down, receive this realness Make sure your cup's ready for the tea, we are go sippy, yo Hard time scrolling for your long truants You might learn something you never know Collect you find, and she's one of a kind Don't say you mind, say you mind